0: freedom fighters, defenders of liberty, deplorables, lizard people, and ultra magas. I'm your host, Becca Marie, and you are listening to Freedom Speak on KDAZ conservative talk abq 96.9 fm am 700 and you can listen from anywhere at conservative talk the forces of evil are attempting to manipulate us all through full false propaganda division and fear tactics we are unindoctrinated unvaccinated unrestrained unashamed unrelenting unapologetic and unafraid You can check out my website, freedomspeaknm.com, where you can listen to playbacks of any of my previous shows as well as uh, check out useful resources. And now you can also get the podcast on SoundCloud, Spotify, Stitcher, and Apple iTunes. You can send me your questions and comments and get started advertising by emailing me at my email address, becca at freedomspeaknm.com. Well, as you might know, I was been on a little bit of a week-long hiatus in and uh, witness some interesting things out there that I'm definitely going to talk about during this show. I've got a couple of really good guests in the studio that I'm going to be bringing on in a little bit. Uh, Jay Block and Kareen Rios are with Hi, me this week. Hey, hey, hey. You're, you're not on yet. I'm not on yet. Jay's. <laughs> <laughs> <Jeez. laughs> hey, anyway. Yes, right. You've been silenced. Wow. So... I've been thinking a lot about what am I going to talk about this week? And and I've been looking at all the craziness going on around the world. And I've been thinking about how a lot of people have literally seemed to have lost their absolute minds. I mean, totally. So the theme I'm going to talk about this week is the culture of insanity. And I think there's a lot we can talk about here. So as the threat of the new world order comes along to us, I wonder, will you, your children, your grandchildren, either be put under the tyrannical boot, or will we witness a newfound type of amazing freedom? I've heard both people out there, say, people saying out there different things. Oh, well, I think it's only going to get worse. I'm kind of in that camp myself. And then there are other people that think there's going to be some amazing, miraculous turnaround. I hope they're right. I really do. Okay, Jay. Jay was signaled to, he believes that. Okay, I hope he's right. No matter which system dominates our future, getting it will be difficult. Hardship is not an omen of some prophetic far-off future, but it is here right now. The insanity and suffering we are experiencing now is but in its infancy. Our tomorrows will assuredly witness a darkness that will permeate the day as well as the night. The darkness coming is from the abyss that is the human heart. I've been warning all of you for some time now that calamity is upon us and not because I'm clairvoyant. This insight comes from listening to what people say. When tens of millions of Americans profess open disdain for this country, its system and its people by their words, it then becomes a type of national suicide to ignore them. While you've been struggling to feed your family, they have been working tirelessly to destroy this nation. If you can't see that these people seek to dominate or delete altogether your children's future, then through your apathy, you will be responsible when they put their boots on your child's throat. I knew we were in trouble when people started believing the pseudo moralist babble of evil people and their following hordes of raving lunatics. I'm not just spouting my opinion here. My thoughts are based upon some truly outrageous things being taught to our children by educators at many so-called prestigious universities and even in many public schools. Let me describe some of the ridiculous things in which I'm referring to. The list is long. Did you know that consumption of milk, specifically white milk, is a racist endeavor? This insanity is promoted wildly across the internet as its proponents say that milk is the new symbol of white racial purity in Donald Trump's America. (laughs) In an article I read from the Huffington Puffington Post, it stated that some white supremacists are co-opting cow's milk as a symbol of their belief that white people are wholesome and pure. (laughs) We're going to talk about that one more, trust me. Another one, did you know that eating peanut butter and jelly sandwiches is a racist thing to do? According to recent equity training, there's that word equity, I love that one, in local Portland schools, one principal is raising questions about the mention of this popular sandwich, arguing it has, been, it has broader implications about race. The sandwich was reportedly mentioned in a lesson plan last year. It was reported that Veronese Gutierrez from the Harvey Scott K-8 through school used it as an example of a subtle form of racism in language. According to the Tribune, Ms. Gutierrez said, what about Somali or Hispanic students who might not eat sandwiches? Well, so what? I don't eat them either. Um, I don't look at other people that don't eat that eat p- peanut butter and jelly sandwiches as racist because I don't eat them. Another way would be to say, Americans eat peanut butter and jelly. Do you have anything like that? Let them tell you. maybe they eat torta or pita. This is crazy. As part of a training program known as Courageous Conversations that has been phased into Portland schools in recent years, the Portland Tribune reports that staff members at Gutierrez's school have been going through trainings, classroom observations, and exercises such as reading a news article and then talking about it from a perspective of white privilege. Here's a good one. A professor at Mich- Michigan State University tells students that white people who practice yoga are perpetuating racism. <laughs> According to Sreena Gandhi, uh, Gandhi, I like that no- that name, a religious studies teacher at Michigan State University, white people who practice yoga are contributing to white supremacy and to a system of power and oppression. She also went on to claim fitness fans who do the downward-facing dog I had to look that one up. I wasn't sure what the heck that was, downward-facing dog, are taking part in cultural appropriation. So she's saying that a certain particular uh, yoga uh, uh, exercise is somehow racist. I, 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 I don't get it. In a paper Ms Gandhi co-authored with Lily Wolf, a self-described anti-racist white Jewish organizer, facilitator and healer, titled "Yoga and the Roots of Cultural Appropriation," she calls for the decolonizing of yoga <laughs> De-col- how, how is yoga being colonized? I, I looked up the, the meaning of of decolonization because it's like okay how does that how does that connect to yoga according to Merriam-Webster it's defined as to free a people or area from colonial status to relinquish control of a subjugated people or area how does that relate to yoga i i don't, does our yoga People subjugating people and enslaving them? I I don't know. They said the explosion of yoga studios, yoga video apps, yoga pants, honestly, I don't really like yoga pants either, uh, and other yoga swag over the last two decades is evidence of the misappropriation of yoga. (laughs) Yoga is being abused. (laughs) The paper said that it is part of a systemic racism there's that word systemic, built on the labor of black people and the people of the global south. So apparently since somebody else came up with the idea, other people aren't allowed to, uh, to do it. I, I think that's what they're saying. We would argue one of the goals of white supremacy is to buffer white people from the pain that comes from the process of exchanging cultural, cultural grounding for the unearned power and privilege of whiteness. Wow, <clears throat> this lady's out there. They continue by stating, this modern day trend of cultural appropriation of yoga is a continuation of white supremacy and colonialism, maintaining the pattern of white people consuming the stuff of culture that is convenient and portable. I guess I'm gonna have to maybe give up eating Thai food. I don't know, I really like Thai food. I like Mexican food too. I, I, do I have to give those up? Am I appropriating or colonizing these people? The writers also claimed white yoga enthusiasts are ignoring the well-being and liberation of Indian people. Okay, I totally don't get that one. Here's a good one. Two professors at San Diego State University claim in a new book titled Just Green Enough that farmers markets in urban areas are weed-like white spaces responsible for oppression. Now, I've... I've been to farmers markets myself. I know other people that have been to farmers markets and I don't recall anybody telling me that they went there and they were oppressed in some way. I'm, I'm, I'm not really quite sure what they're doing at these farmers markets. They claim there's a correlation between the whiteness of farmers markets and the gentrification and that farmers markets are often white spaces where the food consumption habits of white people are normalized. Wow. Wow. Okay, another one here, this is another crazy uh, college professor. This is where people are spending, you know, thousands and thousands of dollars to send their students to to college, and uh, and this is the crap they're filling their heads with. Rochelle Gutierrez, a professor at the University of Illinois, says that math, geometry, and algebra promote white privilege. She argues in a newly published math education book for teachers that they must be aware of the identity politics surrounding the subject of mathematics. Ms. Gutierrez believes that algebra and geometry perpetuate white privilege because Greek terms give Caucasians unearned credit for the subject. These people are absolutely crazy. She also believes that evaluations for math proficiency perpetuates discrimination against minority students if they do worse than their white counterparts. Now, to me, that sounds racist. (laughs) This lady said, I think what she's saying here is that if you're a minority, uh, you're you're not gonna be as good at, at math just because you're a minority. It's like, what? That's like saying black people can't get, uh, don't know how to get driver's license or IDs or operate copying machines. I mean, it's, it's, it's in that same line of nonsense. <clears throat> she goes on to state that on many levels, mathematics itself operates as whiteness. Don't get that. And questions who, who gets credit for doing and developing mathematics, who is capable in mathematics, and what? And whatever, whoever is seen as part of the mathematical community is generally viewed as white. Oh, my God, this woman is so racist. I, I mean, come on. So, so she goes on and states, who gets credit for doing and developing mathematics? Who is capable in mathematics? And who is seen as the part of the mathematical community is generally viewed as white? And quickly, a few other examples, which I'm not going to go into detail. I'm just going to kind of quickly go over them. A professor at Clemson University says that expecting people to show up for, to work or school on time is racist. And, of course, the day she said this, no one was there because they were all late. <laughs> Ironic. One professor at the University of Washington says that English is an unjust language. A University of Iowa professor claims that white marble Greek statues promote racism and need to be destroyed. (laughs) Maybe they should have used some other color marble. I don't know. It's like, whatever. Although there are a multitude of other insanities being forced upon civilization, I will conclude with the lie of love. Our children are being taught that love is synonymous with the total acceptance of all behaviors and all people. First of all, love is not all rainbows and unicorns. Love includes words like correct, rebuke, and admonish. Teaching your five-year-old that something is hot and will burn them is in fact love. Letting them burn themselves to show understanding is a type of stupidity born of evil. The leftist agenda is to destroy this country and you saw it recently with the actions of the FBI and the FBI is still raiding people's houses. Shackling them up, heck, Lauren Boebert apparently has been, uh, what the, the term they use, swatted two times in the past two days, apparently, uh, supposedly somebody called in uh, reports and the SWAT team showed up at her house with, uh, with military style weapons. I, I think this is just intimidation, honestly. You're crazy if you can't see what's coming with the hiring of 87,000 new IRS agents whose job description includes than being willing to use deadly force. These despots are purposely destroying our economy, and this is just increasing your burden and suffering. Remember that when you suffer, so do your children. The left has categorized us people of faith as extremist. Heck, Joe Biden recently referred to us as semi-fascist. I don't think this guy knows what a fascist is. Actually, he's the fascist. He's the one that's issuing decrees without proper due process. Heck, the whole student loan forgiveness thing was done by decree. It never got voted on. It never got approved by the Senate, which is supposed to handle the money. Oh, the House, sorry. I get those two confused sometimes. So the greatest threat to our national security currently is not China, Russia, or any other country, but rather is Americans right here who hate America, its system, and you. In a quote by Vladimir Lenin, he stated, give me just one generation of youth and I'll transform the world. That's exactly what they're doing. They're going after our kids in schools. They're indoctrinating them. They're not educating them. They're not teaching them how to think. They're teaching them what to think. And they're teaching them some pretty ridiculous stuff. We've got some pretty crazy lunatics posing as professors in these colleges and teachers in grade schools. Anyway, so there you go, that's my open. And that gives us a lot to think about. And um, so I'm gonna bring uh, my friends Corrine Rios and Jay, Jay Block into the conversation. And they've been making a lot of notes while I've been talking about that. I can tell they have a lot to talk about. Where
1: do we start? That's a good question.
0: <laughs> you know, I was kind of thinking what we might do is just kind of hit each one of these little things that I expanded on a little bit individually, like milk, okay? White milk.
2: So when I heard that, I'm thinking, do we have to ban breast milk?
0: (laughs) (laughs)
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Only if it's from a white woman. (laughs) (laughs) That's part of the insanity, right? Doesn't it all
0: come out
2: white, though? It does. I'm pretty sure it does. It does. So to me... (laughs) Uh, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. And then I'm thinking, I'm driving down here in my white car on four black tires. And oh, I you're wanna, such a racist. And I want to apologize for that. Did you
1: know that white crayons are racist? Are they? And Crayola just came out Is and actually. Is there such a
2: thing as a white crayon?
1: There, there yes! are, but
2: it's like the most useless crayon in the box, though. And they right. Fi-
1: but they finally admitted it. Crayola came out and said that they actually are admitting that it has no function whatsoever. They've been in the Crayola box since Crayola box has been around. Well, I mean, typically, but all of a sudden, it's no function. Typically, you're
0: drawing on a piece of white paper. (laughs) I mean, what's what's a white crayon? Well, if you're drawing
1: on a black paper.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Right. How often does (laughs) that happen?
1: So now they're probably not going to have it in their Crayola box anymore. But um, I was looking on. um, Well, they're not
2: getting rid of the little sharpener in the back back of the box, are they? No. Okay, that's good.
1: Yeah, yeah, but there's a whole list of things until they
0: figure out sharpeners are somehow racist.
1: Exactly. Um, there was a, a list that I came up with: a hundred oh. racist things. Um, white people, patriotism, makeup. Uh, you got Lucky Charms. Are oh, now I, li- racist. I like
0: those. They're, they're racist. But
1: they're racist. There's a whole list here that erases pumpkin spice because, lattes. What,
0: because why? Because leprechauns are, white? are Irish or yeah.
2: white. Or...
1: And most people that like pumpkin spice are white, so it has to be racist. You know. You see I, where it's going?
2: Yeah. yeah well, have, have you guys. Can you hear me? Yes. Yes. I can okay. Hear you. Have yeah. you watched the? one of my favorite comedians is a guy named Jim Brewer. Mm-hmm. Have you watched Jim Brewer? Somebody had to say it. He he talks about...
0: Is he that comedian you told me about and I watched the video? Yes. The guy was hilarious. Hilarious. Oh, he, my he gosh. You guys got to check that guy yeah, out. Yeah, it's
2: Jim Brewer. He was up here in Bernalillo like a couple years ago and I wish I would have saw him. But if if you guys can get out there and go on YouTube and, and type in Jim Brewer, somebody had to say it. I sent it to you. I'm so glad you watched it. Oh, my it. God.
0: I was just uh. dying laughing. You know, I sent it to my mom too. and My mom loved it.
2: Right. (laughs) That You know, because comedians, to me, they're being silenced, and a lot of these comedians are being kind of cowardice in in some of their Uh, stand-up stuff. But, you know, we used to be able to make jokes about so many things, and Brewer talks about a couple things as kids, you know, because we're close to the same age, him and I. But, you know, comedy today is just leftist comedy is not funny. No. Um, What was that one lady's name on the comedy channels, like, it was it was just so boring. It wasn't even funny. Yeah. And, you know, Brewer, he doesn't swear, which I like. Right. But he just...
0: It's he, really funny. It's really funny how
2: he observes...
0: Family-friendly comedy.
2: It is family-friendly, but he yeah. observes the stupidity in the world and calls it out. Right. You know, whether it's left or right. It doesn't matter to him. He doesn't care. He's just, you know... He talks about turning the COVID, uh, this whole COVID thing, into a Broadway show. You know, like... T- Or maybe in a movie, COVID the movie. (laughs) There we go. Yeah. (laughs) Six feet safe, <laughs> five feet danger. <laughs> <laughs> and here come the governors, you know, talking like Germans. That's right. You must stay in your house. <laughs> you must stay
0: in your like Klaus yeah, Schwab. Yeah. That's that guy. I mean, oh my God. You Klaus cannot
2: Schaub. have your muffin. <laughs> but anyway, just you know, I was thinking of Brewer. I was thinking of so many things when you're going through that list, uh, Becca, and I'm like, it's it is a insane, crazy world. Some of those things I've never even heard of before, and I'm just like... Well, you know... So, some people have way too much time on their hands. Oh, they do. Well, you know, my, friend, my
0: friend Robert in Texas wrote and it, it wrote a thing and posted it online, and I, I based it on that. And it's like, so I, I dug in, it's like, that is that really true? And so I looked it up, it's like, yep, and I found the references to it, and you'll see it in my notes. I've got links to all of this stuff. Yeah, I mean, it's real. These,
2: a lot of these professors are really... You know they're not very bright people, no, they're very angry people, they're really useless people who can't never work with their hands um, Matt,
0: those those that, those that can't do teach right right well
2: there's some <laughs> gr- there's some great teachers out there, but these but these college professors like this those are the people I'm talking about they they're, they're they're extremely dumb, they're ignorant, they're angry, they hate everything. And these are the people teaching our kids. And it was like Brewer talked about his daughter going to college in Florida. You know, he's, she was so friendly, loving. And, you know, she comes home for Thanksgiving. You know, Brewer said, hey, good morning. Racist, sexist, racist, sexist. <laughs> 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 Would you like some Chinese food? Racist, racist, sexist. You can't say that. Oh, it's so true, though. <laughs>
0: It yeah. is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It is. I mean, people are offended by everything nowadays. Yeah. It's like, and, you know, the funny thing and is... I find it funny. I do, too. I and, find it funny. Right. It's like, why can't you lighten up and just have some fun and enjoy your life? And it's like, I, com, you know, comedy, comedians, historically, I mean, that's what they're, they're making fun of stuff. Right. And it's like, if you can't make fun of yourself from time to time... I mean, I do it from time to time. I don't take myself too seriously. Nobody should.
1: But the goal is to cause division.
0: We, we know the right what side. the goal is. Oh, of course yeah. that's the goal. yeah. That's the
1: goal. Like, Jay called me a Hispanic, an angry Hispanic female today. What a <laughs> racist you are. But, you but. Are, you are and, a and you're short. But, but it is, there you go. <laughs> yeah. Golly, man, all these labels. <laughs> but what's so funny is that it's true. <laughs> you know, and you have to learn to just laugh at yourself. And the real things that are racist, we don't even want to talk about. Affirmative well, action. That is racist. That is racist. That's right. They're going to push out you white people so us little short Hispanic people can get in. I mean, how racist is that? Not to
0: mention, how good does somebody feel about themselves if they know that the only reason they got the job is because of the color of their skin? And by
2: the way, other people look at that subconsciously. They're like, okay, I know why he or she got that job. Right. Yes. And right right or wrong, that's how people are thinking, and it divides us. And I think think of... And and Becky, I think you know this guy. He's probably one of the leading guys on the left's hijack of of uh, of people, especially wonderful messages like Martin Luther King. Is Pastor Clarence Washington? um, If you're familiar with him, he wrote a four-volume book called "Hijacked" on the message of Martin Luther King. Yes, Mm yes, and he, you know, and he's a a black preacher at a black church with mostly left uh, left left-leaning. Um, of a congregation. Congregation. And he was telling me, because he's been over my house a few times, and he was just telling me, I I don't have any black pastor friends because they don't agree with me politically. They don't want to be my friend or whatever. And he goes into such detail if you if you can never get this book called hijacked by clarence washington um I'm, I'm getting through the first volume now it is incredible of Mar- martin luther king would be rolling in his grave right now mm-hmm. because it's not about you know uh, what's inside you it's it's about what's what you look like
0: right and you know to 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 do things in life it shouldn't be about the color of your skin and the only the one thing i believe in and i believe that we have it in this country is you need to have an equal chance to try you don't need to this affirmative action it's totally racism and and the only the only thing that i believe should be protected is people need to be protected against being discriminated against because of their color other than that I think the best person for the job should get the job.
1: Yeah,
2: correct. Think think of how the Asians right now are being extremely discriminated against with affirmative action. Mm -hmm. They're a minority in this country. And for whatever reason, the Asian community has this focus on academics and hard work and mm-hmm. entrepreneurship, and they are a and, and by the in Southern um, Asians from India as well do extremely well in this country, and they're actually getting discriminated against. Because they've tested so well, and they're a minority, the left really doesn't know what to do with them. And I, th- you know, Asians used to be more Republican. Now they're they're uh, they're Dems, but they're, I think they're coming over with the Hispanics and Blacks over to over to the conservative side. But you talk about a minority group that has been targeted with affirmative action that people don't talk about. It's the Asian American community. Well, and the thing is, is if you give
0: the job to the person that's best qualified, it promotes other people to try harder
1: correct mm-hmm. you know
0: just like i remember when i was younger I, I i bowling was one of my favorite things to do and they candle start,
2: pin or 10 pin 10 pin
0: yeah mm. yeah and i even bowled pro for a couple of
2: years Did so, you really? Oh. yeah so i have your uh, bowling card Oh, you do? Very cool. (laughs) Wow, I didn't know there were any of those. (laughs) I I want one. Came in a little, you know, package with a piece of gum. Wow, nice. There's Becca Marie with her bowling pose. Bowling cards. (laughs) Wow, cool. Um, But I
0: remember when I was in junior leagues, when I was younger, it's like then, you know, we had to actually compete for trophies. It's like, if you we're a first place or second place or third place team. You got trophies and, and you, know, you got recognition for how well you did. But later on, after I moved on and I, I, was, I wasn't in the junior league anymore, I noticed they started giving trophies to everyone. Everyone got a trophy and it's like- Which means nothing. means nothing yeah it's like it means absolutely nothing and i I remember there were some parents that were really really outraged by this and i know i would have been if if i would have been a a parent with kids in the league i'd say no i would have taught my kid a lesson i said no you don't take that because you didn't earn it It has no value has no value at all no none and so but you know when i got into the pros and stuff like that it was highly competitive we had respect for each for each other you 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 know the person that won. If you if they beat you, you shake their hand and congratulate them. Mm-hmm. Now you might tell them, "Hey, next time I'm going to kick your butt." But but other than that, you're a good loser. You need to learn how to be a good loser as well as. A gracious winner. And it's going to kind of
2: motivate you. I remember uh, growing up playing baseball, my very first trophy in 1981, and I still have it because it meant that much to me when our team won the Manchester, New Hampshire, East Little League playoffs. And at the end of the season, they gave us, you know, the winners got a trophy. Second place didn't get one, by the way, mm-hmm. because if you ain't first, you're last.
0: Uh, well, kind of like that race car driver that said uh, second place is first loser. Right, exactly. <laughs> and, and that's true.
2: Yeah but that trophy you know i put it on my on my dresser or something in my room and i remember looking at that trophy like man i that was that you was earned great it. that was yeah. huge yeah. yeah
1: yeah yeah but we're celebrating medi how do you say that Mediocrity. Word? Mediocracy. mediocrity yeah
0: mediocrity you know
1: but this affirmative action i remember when i was in college um here in new mexico and i was going to the college of education there were so many people wanting to get into the college of education and they were only taking a few well guess who got in i did But it wasn't because of my 4.0. It was because I was Hispanic.
2: Oh, I thought it was a height thing.
1: No, I don't (laughs) think that was a requirement, you know. But a lot of gals, I remember telling me, well, you only got in because you're Hispanic. You know, and that really, can I say pissed me off? That really pissed me off because I had a 4.0. But because this thing with affirmative action... They assumed. They assumed that I got in just because I was Hispanic. And, you know, I grew up, I didn't even... I, I didn't even have, I didn't even really, I, I wasn't involved, I wasn't aware of race when I grew up. I know that sounds really dumb, mm-hmm. uh, but when I went to college, they, it, 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 it really angered me. I worked my butt off for a 4.0, 4.0, you know, and I had a child and worked my butt off.
2: And this was in the, is it the 80s? The 80s, So, I mean, yeah. even in the 80s, I mean, people were talking about Absolutely. that.
1: Absolutely, yeah. you know, and, and it, it diminishes, you know, our, you know what, all the work that I put into it. Oh, you just got it because you're Hispanic. That really angered me, you yeah. know, and that was my first... But see, first... that's the
0: thought that gets... That's what affirmative action puts Absolutely, into people's Absolutely, it is. So they assume anybody that's a minority that comes in, oh, well, you only got the job because So you're who a is it really
1: racist against? Exactly. All these white ladies who, who were angry at me. I mean, and I don't blame them. You know what I mean? I, I can't blame yeah. them. But it's
2: also in private industry, and I see it in my industry. Hey, guys, hold that thought,
0: uh, Jay, because we're at the break. Sure. Um, so we'll be right back in a couple oh. of minutes, and we'll continue this conversation. That was quick. Yeah, I know.
1: All right. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> <laughs>
2: station After 45 years in the same location, Los Ranchos Gun Shop has moved to 6621 4th Street Northwest in Los Ranchos. New space, new inventory, but still committed to serving the safety needs of our guests. One block north of our old location, but still filled with no pressure. Locally owned and operated, proud of our commitment to service and community, and happy to support Talk Radio KDAZ.
0: Interested in getting your concealed carry permit? Perkins Protection Training offers state-approved concealed carry classes for both New Mexico and Utah, taught by a certified NRA instructor, local woman-owned and ran by husband-and-wife team since 2004, individual coaching, ensuring every student learns according to their individual needs, complete with pre-class and follow-up tutoring, one-on-one, beginner and advanced classes also available, mention KDAZ for 10% off class, call 505-238-1214, that's 505-238-1214 or on the web at PerkinsProtection.com training.com You are listening to Freedom Speak on Conservative Talk, ABQ, KDAZ, 96.9 FM, AM 700, and listen from anywhere at Conservative Talk conservativetalkabq.com. I'm here with my guests Jay Block and Kareem Rios, and we're having a really, really fun conversation about these crazy liberal professors Talk- have you
2: have you talked about breast milk before on this program? I have not. <laughs> so there's no. a first. So mark that down. Yeah, I know.
0: I know. <laughs> um, yeah. So I I don't know. I mean, if you if you drink if you have a child that drinks breast milk, that your child is racist, I guess, because breast milk is white.
1: The child or the mom
2: well the child, well maybe the mom <laughs> is too for producing the white breast milk i
1: breastfed all my yes, four kids but
2: but the baby wow. ingests the racism through the white milk that's oh. right that's
1: right is that what happens
2: i you know that, that's... i'm
1: telling you follow the science you know what it's funny <laughs> <laughs> and you know what's so funny jay is i have four kids and i have five and four of them i breastfed till they were like two and we were uh, my bo- I had my daughter all of my three kids that are married they are so racist They have white spouses.
2: Oh, my gosh. (laughs) I am so sorry.
1: It's so funny. We're just sitting there and going like, yeah, Mom, all of us have white spouses. And I'm like, yeah, that's a little weird. Are you racist against your own culture? Yeah, no kidding.
0: (laughs) Well, you know, on the topic of of the milk, I mean, I drink lots and lots of milk. I love milk. uh, And I drink white milk most. Now, I wonder if I can correct that problem by drinking chocolate milk.
2: Chocolate mm. milk is something as a kid I really liked, so now as I'm, I have one older, every once
0: in a while yeah, as a treat.
2: I'm a one percenter, and I don't want to. I don't want to sound racist being a one percenter drinking white milk. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: as in 1% milk? Uh, 1% uh, fat, one percent milk, one percent
0: fat. I drink fat free. Yeah, yeah. I drink it, all the it,
2: fat. But it just hit me when I see when I see one percent on a white milk jug now. That's funny. Now I'm a, yeah, I'm a one percenter, white milk. Yeah. There
1: you go. You're, yeah. you're a racist against the, all the other ninety nine percenters. So so what do
0: you, what do you think the deal is with the peanut butter and jelly sandwiches? That, can, that? can you repeat
1: that? Yeah, I don't yeah, get yeah. that.
0: Yeah, yeah. So um, according to recent equity equity train there's that word equity. Okay. Yeah, I hate okay? that word. I hate that word. So it has nothing to do with it being equal or no. anything. Uh, it's in Portland schools and the principal is raising questions about the mention of this popular sandwich, arguing it has broader implications about race. And they're saying that they're talking about Somali. What about his Somali and Hispanic students who may not eat? So since they don't eat sandwiches, you're not supposed to either, I guess is what they're saying. I don't know just because I'm eating something somebody else doesn't eat. I mean, I, I don't understand. I'm trying to figure out the logic of this
2: one. So, let me just kind of turn it around and be a little bit weird on this one. So, what, the
1: breast it, milk wasn't weird already? Yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> so that, okay. So let's, Jay let's, is bringing <laughs> weirdness today. <yeah. laughs> That's what I do, in the county, <laughs> I do in the county commission. But, you know, let's assume that the professor is trying to say peanut butter and jelly is a white food. Okay, got it. Okay. does that mean that, you know, a Chinese student can't be can't have Chinese food at school because whites or blacks or Hispanics don't eat Chinese food?
0: Well, using that assumption, I would have to say that would be the case.
2: Right. So Hispanic kids, I can't you can't bring tacos or burritos or nachos because the white kids and the Asian kids don't eat that. So the question to the professor is what food is acceptable? to all students because meat is not acceptable because there might be vegans right right Right. Uh, white milk is out of the question so let's just uh, get that off the table right um, you know growing up I used to have fluff but chocolate
0: milk still on the table Cho-
2: chocolate milk is not on the table oh it's not that has to go, too. There's, there's a color. That's color.
0: That's racist as so, well. I what guess, about what about a brown-colored milk, the, like a lighter-colored milk? Something no, in between? No? no? It's, okay, yes, all right. So, so milk's just out. But again, okay.
2: the food thing is just – this Is just shows how nutty these people are and how evil they are. Yeah. Because all they're trying to do is divide us and make one group feel oppressed over another because, you know, little Johnny's got a um, – you know, peanut butter and jelly sandwich on white bread or wheat bread or whatever. And and, and if it's wheat oh. bread, that's racist because who knows if, it'll, you know, I don't even want to go there, but you know what I mean.
0: Well, well you know, the thing is, is that it seems like these people are offended by absolutely everything. They're looking for something to be offended about. There you go. About. And
1: you can find offense in everything, can't you?
2: You can. If you really, Every really try, you can. Every thing you
1: can find an offense. Yeah. Yep. Yeah.
2: yeah. They, they really need a hobby, um, and they need to get a life because, quite frankly, no one wants to hear their their crap, and it's just oh, yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, go back to your mom and dad's basement. Think of some new other stuff that might be worthwhile talking about. And we've already wasted enough time talking about PB&J.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's true. Because that one just doesn't make any sense at yeah, all. Yeah, I, I
2: don't get that one yeah, as well. But
0: it's out there. You
2: yeah. know, some of the old car, we well I'm, surprised. well, I'm sure there's another show about cartoons that are, are racist from the old days. Oh yeah, um, oh yeah. yeah. What, one of my favorite. Well,
0: remember the commercial uh, for Fritos, the Frito Bandito? I used to like the Frito Bandito. I thought he was kind
2: of cool. I thought Speedy Gonzalez was oh, hilarious. Oh, I like Speedy
0: Gonzales too. Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah. That's gone. Yeah, I'm sure Bugs Bunny's. You know mm-hmm. I did, took the wrong turn in Albuquerque. There I mean, you go. That's a great line.
0: Right. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Was Bugs Bunny a girl or a boy? I remember I, there I, was a question about that for a while. It's like nobody really quite answered that one.
1: Who cares? He was a bunny. He was a bunny.
0: He or she or yeah. whatever. Well, I, mean. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. But
1: everything is racist, and if you look for it, you're going to find it. So that's just the way things are going these days. I know.
0: Yep. What about the deal with yoga? How is that racist? Yeah. Well, you're you're, you're colonizing.
2: Quite frankly, it's not racist. Um, it's offensive yoga is very offensive to me.
1: Which one the downward dog one?
2: No. It's, do, you, I, do, you, do you know what the downward facing dog? I is? have no idea what that is. Okay, that's that's I had
0: to look that up because I totally wasn't sure really? I'm not really? Yeah, I wasn't, I'm not a yoga person. I didn't uh. know So anyway, so the downward facing dog is basically you're on your hands and your and your feet And you're kind of making like a like a triangle like that you're bending in the middle And and why don't you
1: just show us? No, that's okay. No,
0: I'd probably hurt myself (laughs) if I tried that.
1: (laughs) Uh, Well, well, I think anything that a a culture does, inclusively of a culture, uh, and if nobody else does it, I think that's why it's racist. Right? Don't you think? But
2: yoga goes beyond racism for me. And here's why it's offensive. Okay. It's offensive to people like me who can't move like that.
0: Mm. Oh, See, there—it's
2: discriminating. They can't do downward dog. It's discriminating. That's to right. People you, like me. You I'm, can't do the downward I'm six dog. I'm 6'2", That's right. Two hundred and ten pounds. Yeah. Fifty-one mm. years old. Yeah. And I'm offended when I see a person doing yoga wearing those cute little pants.
0: Right. That you. That you I. You can't don't look at do.
2: I can't fit into. <laughs> <laughs> doing those moves on the floor.
0: So it's offensive to old, out of shape people.
2: <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> You know, because, you know, uh, my good friend Corrine here, she's height challenged, and she's offensive that I'm over six feet. Very, she's offended right. about that. Very. So maybe
0: you shouldn't just show yourself in public at all. All you
1: white people are so because tall. you're yeah. offensive
0: to short people.
2: Yeah. yeah, well, go to the Netherlands where I was, uh, lived for a couple of years in the Air Force. So those are the tallest people in the world. Yeah. yeah. Well, I yeah. can only
1: imagine my daughter-in-law, who's white, she's very tall. She's about six feet. Mm, yeah, wow. so, yeah. Well, I'm offended.
2: Becca's tall, too. How tall are you? 5'11". Yeah, you're tall, yeah. too? Yeah. yeah. I think you're white. Are you?
0: Um. Well, I caught a pretty good tan from being in Florida. Yeah, yeah there you go. A freedom, so I, I'm not really white. That's I'm, a freedom I'm really, tan. I'm really kind of, yeah. Yeah, I'm really kind of brown. Yeah. Okay, yeah. well, what?
1: hey, wait a minute. Yeah.
0: Hey, let's compare. Let's compare. Uh, look at this. I am browner oh than you. Are. Oh, my goodness. I am browner than you. <laughs> oh, Now She, Yeah. So, well, so, there our, you go. Our There's, other guest has joined us, by the way. Brittany poor Brittany's like you know, fair Brittany, skinned. You can put that mic right up there, real close to you, and you can talk too. Yeah, if you need um, to say hello. Yeah, hello. you got to get real close. Yeah, get closer. Yeah, scoochie yeah, yeah. in. Scoochie, scoochie,
1: scoochie. So, basically, everything can be um, uh, racist, pretty well, much. Well, what was the next one after yeah. the sandwich? Because after,
2: after now yoga? I'm afraid to go to Subway. Yeah, so, so the yoga is, is apparently oh, yeah, yoga,
0: that's you're right. colonizing if you, if you do yoga. Which I, I I don't understand, I, don't understand it. It. I, that. I mean, I looked up the colonizing thing, and it's like it's when you're enslaving and subjugating people. I don't really understand uh, how yoga involves colonizing and enslaving people. Yeah, right, next one. I, I I really don't know. So yeah, it's just too ridiculous. Yeah. Um, uh, the next one is uh, all farmers' markets are racist. You better a, tell
2: that to the people in Corrales that live in my district who have farmer's markets because they're very liberal and left in Corrales. And I'm going to go down there with a tell, sign. You are racist. You're all racist. You're racist. Yeah.
1: They look they at are. me when every time I go in there. In Corrales? Well, not in Corrales, but just farmer's markets.
0: Well, maybe, Brittany, it's because you're too white.
1: Well, that too, but I also have two mixed kids. <laughs> 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 they don't know what to do with you <laughs> <laughs> they use
0: a term here that, uh, that there's a correlation between the whiteness of farmers markets and gentrification and that farmers markets are often white spaces where food consumption habits of white people are normalized there again they're, they're discriminating against people for like what they eat what's this yeah. deal with them having a problem with what people eat I don't know. I'm so I, sick
1: I,
2: I, I think some of those professors are getting electric shock therapy Well, see, this is what or happens... Or maybe they should get maybe electric they should shock get it Well, this yeah. is what happens yeah.
1: when they have tenure. I know. Right, because... You, you they do
0: whatever they want. They
1: do whatever they want, they yeah. say whatever they want, and they're not going to get fired. So they're just at liberty to do all this, this crazy stuff because, you know, they're just going to be there forever.
0: And, you know, we've been hearing this one for a while where math is racist. So, so they're saying that math and geometry and algebra promote white privilege.
2: Um, I would say it promotes Asian privilege.
0: <laughs> you know,
2: Asians are good at that they're, stuff. They I mean, are. They really are. Well, I mean, not to be stereotypical, but <clears throat> listen, you know, I, I have, uh, you know, my three kids are half Korean. Yeah, and um, so is it a genetic thing or is it or is it a cultural nah, thing? I wonder. It's it's, it's not. It's definitely you know, it's, not I'm a being, white thing. I'm being more yeah. facetious. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, we have a guy running for lieutenant governor, Ant Thornton, black guy, yeah. PhD in aeronautical engineering. Right, the guy's a genius at math. Right. So math crosses all human bounds as far as i'm concerned and that's just ridiculous right there that that makes there's no scientific data that says math is racist but they'll make it up because they'll move the goalposts here to here to here to yes. make it fit their narrative and that's mm-hmm. what they do
0: well we've especially seen the past couple of years where uh, scientific data has gone out the window it well, no longer we're seeing matters with, anymore we've seen
2: it with covid right now too yeah everything coming out with COVID.
0: Oh yeah, they're fine. You know, they're they're proving what we've been saying all along that they've been lying about it all along. Right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, and now it's coming out. They just can't hide it anymore.
2: Yeah, but the math thing—that's just again ridiculous. Probably, uh, uh, I'm guessing the the guy who said that or the group who said that were probably sociology professors who it can't do math. It was
0: Rochelle Gut- Gutierrez.
1: Yeah. If you can't do something, let's just all blame Illinois. racism, right?
0: Yeah. Right. 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 There University again, it's not taking responsibility.
2: Correct. So, what school?
0: That is at University of Illinois.
2: Uh, Are they taking the math major and all math classes out of the University of Illinois because it's racist? Because it's racist.
0: I didn't dig that deep, but I wouldn't be a bit surprised. I know,
2: I know. And are they saying we should never have, we shouldn't have any math at all? Or only certain people should be doing math? What are they saying?
0: Well, they're saying that the people that are doing math are are apparently, apparently, they're making the people that aren't doing math so, feel bad. And, so
2: I would, I would argue that if you're concerned about minorities not being able to do math, maybe we shouldn't be teaching critical race theory and we should be focusing on math and science.
0: Yeah, well, they're saying here that who gets credit for doing and developing mathematics, who is capable in mathematics, which I, I find that to be racist, and who is seen as part of the mathematical community is generally viewed as white. Yeah. So they're saying, what they're saying here, this, this professor, which is a racist, I think, is saying that white people own math and they're better I think it's
1: math. actually sexist because uh, I'm an educational major yeah. and most boys, are smarter at math than girls and that's just that's just data out there so i think it's really sexist other than racist because a lot of girls right when they when they start to develop they are very they read well they read better than the boys and the boys are better at math and science that's just a fact so i think it's racist i mean it's sexist I don't know. Math is sexist.
2: Listen, I would agree that females can give birth better than males.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Jay, I have a a master's in elementary education. There is data that supports that the male brain is, is more toward the science and the math. And as they get older, then the girls catch up in those areas and the boys catch up in the reading. That's why you have so many men in, in science fields and mathematics fields because they're just wired differently a little bit than girls. It doesn't mean anything.
2: People are just individuals. That's all it is. And all the common denominator here is being a victim and dividing people and it's it's not your fault. It's yep. someone else's fault that right. you're, at, you're where you're at.
0: Being a victim, making excuses, not taking responsibility. That's what it all comes down to. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's division.
2: But I stand by my statement that women are better at giving birth than men.
0: Yeah. I, I think I agree with you on that one. Yeah. yeah. Unless,
1: and unless the breast men, milk issue. Unless men decide to get uteruses. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that can so happen today, can't that?
0: Ah, uh, Hard to say. Uh, yeah. yeah. They're, they're probably working on it. Yeah, sure
1: are. They sure are. I'll get rich. <laughs> <laughs> All so, right, what else you got for us? I'm already tired of this racism talk. I'm too. Jay and you all are so racist. i just all that
2: one away. I'm all raced out. You are, raced man. Out.
1: Jeez, I'm feeling it across the table, Jay.
2: <laughs> the racialism, though, is so prevalent um, in this country, and I think other countries are looking at us and just laughing. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, there was a great movie um, on on the Daily Wire. A guy named Matt Walsh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What is a woman? Yep. Did you see that? Yeah. And he goes over, he goes, <laughs> that was over, good. This, goes over this African yeah. country and he's asking this tribe. And
0: they're like scratching, I'm like, what? And they're the laughing. Hell? And they're
2: like, dude, you're a complete idiot. I yeah. think those
0: people over there are smarter than a lot of the people well, over Oh, absolutely. Here. Yeah.
2: That tribe has it much more together socially than we do here in this country. Yeah. I mean, that one pediatrician uh, female doctor. She was out of her mind. Absolutely. Totally, like, yeah. Scary, scary people yeah. out there. But um, yeah, it, it just goes to show you that traditions. And by the way, people are offended with the word traditions because they think it's oppressive. Mm-hmm. But the traditions of that African tribe and how their society is, uh, they're looking at us like you, you guys are nuts. Are nuts. Mm-hmm. And you wouldn't survive over here. And, and just watching Matt Walsh and how uncomfortable. He was.
1: Oh. Yeah. but you know what's interesting, Jay. He was having
2: fun with those guys. Oh, he was. That yeah, was really good. Yeah,
1: but you know yeah. also, there's a, a. You know when uh, Monsanto was taking over their their seeds over there, these Africans were actually didn't even want their their um, seeds. Remember? Do you remember that whole story?
0: I heard and about that. And they refused
1: that. to take Bill Gates Monsanto stuff because it wasn't it wasn't right. It it wasn't uh, nature. Mm -hmm. You know, and they're smarter than some of us Americans are. Yeah. You you know what I'm talking about?
2: Yeah. It wasn't organic.
1: It wasn't organic. And they refused to take his money and they refused to take his seeds. And um, I don't know. I think sometimes we know so much. We think we know everything.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I'm a big Star Trek guy, uh-huh. and there's one thing I love is called the Prime Directive. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, just, mm-hmm. just you know what? Leave those people alone. Leave they're, them do, alone. They're, they're probably they're going to do just fine. They they're going to yep. do great by exactly. themselves. Exactly, and then we Leave go and we alone. mess them up.
1: Oh yeah, right? right? Didn't we do that when we went over there and and tried to teach people how to make uh, do water or water their crops, and then we left them there, and then they just decimated their whole farming because we think we know better. I mean, we're ridiculous. Yeah. Sorry, I'm ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> Leave people alone. Let them figure it out. No kidding. Oh, what else you got for us? Well, what about I, your vacation? I
0: thought I'd talk about that a little bit.
1: Yeah.
2: Because
0: I, I you mean, had some
1: fun stories. You were you I, left New Mexico?
2: Did they check your papers at the airport?
0: No, they did not check my papers. Your papers, please. Your papers. <laughs> your papers are not in order. <laughs>
1: Did I do that good? <laughs> you yeah. did. Yeah. That's kind of scary. Well,
2: that's what it's like here. I know it is. I know it is. And I'm telling you, if this governor gets reelected, it. I mean, I really believe she's going to go f- full left. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, there's there's a line I want to say from a movie called Tropic Thunder.
1: I hate her. <laughs> oh.
2: <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> sorry. <laughs> she's going to go hardcore left, and I really think we're yeah. going to see some wacky too. stuff. Right. You know? But,
1: you know, that may not be necessarily true, Jay. Because if she wins, and then we, we win the House, and then we win the uh, New Mexico judicial, we may stop her a little bit. Right. Yeah, right? Because we have checks and balances worked into our system, but when you have all three branches that have the same ideology and left progressives, that's where it's gonna go. So, I, I uh, like well, I- Well, we're there now.
2: They have all three exactly.
1: branches Exactly, that's what I'm trying, That we need to try to educate people. And it's not just all about the governor's race. We have all these other races that can keep her in check.
2: And this is what I don't understand. And and granted, you know, I've only lived in New Mexico for over seven years because I traveled around the world with the Air Force. Uh, But you've been here your whole life. My whole life. And and we're seeing such a shift. And and I think it's a fascinating political shift how the parties have really shifted. But the Hispanics have come over to the Republican conservative side in Texas and Arizona and Florida but not New Mexico. Mm-hmm. There's something going on here where they keep going in that voting booth and filling in the little bubbles next to the Ds, even though the Democrats have decimated this state for 90 years. And you know, uh, you and I, Kareen, have traveled around the state mm-hmm. and um, met a lot of people, and, and that's one of the things that, you know, I'm just a nuclear weapons expert. W- what the hell do I know? Right. But I cannot figure that out.
1: Well, I I think there's um in in the in the Hispanic culture out here there's a lot of catholics. And I think that has something to do with it because um I don't even know where to start with that one, Jay, but um uh let me just say that we haven't gotten the message out. Let's forget about the catholic thing, but we haven't really gotten the message out. And I can you tell can really you You really
0: dig a deep hole with you, that one. Yeah,
1: so let's just wait for yeah. that for another show. There's just a, an evil over this over this uh, over New Mexico.
2: Especially northern New Mexico, Española, Las Vegas, Chama, you know, these are like um, out in, in Gallup and, you know, these are areas to me, uh, in Mora, uh, these are areas to me that should be conservative. And when you look at just how awful some of these places are doing, especially Española, uh, and it's just got so much potential. I, I just, I don't, I don't understand how you can just bitch and complain how bad things are, and keep voting for the same political party over and over again. And I would ask some of these people, I'm like, okay, so let's just say MLG was a Republican governor, and her record is the highest unemployment, worst education system in the the country, open border, drugs flowing through here, highest crime. Would you support Republican MLG if that was her record?
0: Uh, uh, No, I wouldn't. No, of
2: course not well then why are you voting for her well she's doing her best she's giving us a lot of money and she's uh, spending on this and doing this i'm like it's just hypocritical i think we'll talk about hypocritical politics oh yeah later mm-hmm. yeah on. for sure because you know they're they're all hypocritical but that's the part kareen that i struggle with as a can
1: i just tell you it's it's low information voters that's what you're seeing they, they, and, and and they're just so stuck on the JFK party. Who's a Republican uh, today? By who would way, be a uh, Republican uh, today?
0: Way, hey, Michelle, uh, Jay's mic seems to be kind of low in level.
1: Yeah. So so I, I don't know. I still have a lot of family members who are just staunch Democrat, but yet they don't live like that, right? They're saved. They work hard. Um, you know, they don't overspend, um, and they want they have work ethic. But I think a lot of it is low information because they're so busy working, they don't understand policy. They don't understand how a policy can affect them down the road.
0: Well, you know that's that's true. It's like people that uh, that work really hard. Like this week, oh my God, I've been working so much this mm-hmm. week. I barely had time to prepare a show this week. But people that that work a lot, they often are not as well informed. They don't have the time. They're too correct. Busy. And,
1: and who's yeah. keeping this? The um, United States. Um, Uh, What's the word I'm looking for? The the Hispanics, they are having more babies than any other culture here. I don't know if you guys know that or not. I heard that. You know, and so we're so busy. I have five. We are so busy trying to just work survive, all day, work all issues. day. Can you hear me okay? Yeah, I don't think if I can hear you, Your Jay. mic's
0: just not as loud as ours for some reason. I
1: know, is mine?
0: Well, that would don't affect it.
2: Yours is great. I can't yeah. hear myself, but yeah. maybe
1: that's just me. Uh, yeah. Uh,
2: I'm, I'm sensing some racism here being the only white guy. at
1: the <laughs> <laughs> but but we ought to do a show about that because you yeah. know the, the the hispanics here today are really conservative republicans they just don't know it and we haven't really figured out how to get that message across we really truly haven't this abortion up until the day of delivery did you know a lot of new mexicans don't even know that they don't even know there's that. there's
0: a lot of people that don't know a lot of things Correct. and i when i which I'll probably do after the break, but I'm going to talk a little bit about my experience in Florida. Which you know, we're we're all here in New Mexico. We're all in the belief that Florida is like, like
1: a great place to go have freedom.
0: Uh, yeah. And but there are some th- things I found rather surprising while I was there. Yeah, honestly. Yeah.
1: Well, really?
2: maybe I really it'll, did. Maybe it will change because northern New Mexico kind of reminds me of my cousin Vinny.
0: Oh. But, uh, what's your mm-hmm.
2: names on the stand? Why are, you, why are you a Democrat? Well, mom's a Democrat. Yep. Dad's a Democrat. Right. My brother in law's a Democrat. Yeah, oh, a that's Democrat. the
0: mentality. That's totally it.
1: And then they my, still have a picture of John F. Kennedy in their yeah. house, so we wonder why my, they're uh, still Democrat? My great
2: grandmother's yeah, right. a Democrat. Right. He's still registered to the vote. The party does not represent hey, but, but John But you know F. Kennedy why, why? Kennedy let me just all. tell
1: you, you know why some of these Hispanics like Kennedy? Not because of his policies, because he was Catholic.
2: Mm. Uh, First Catholic president.
1: Bingo. Yep. You see that? You yep. see the correlation there? Yeah. And they don't understand it. It's not the party of Kennedy anymore. It has been hijacked.
2: And the Republican Party used to be the party of big business. Now it's the party of small business, and mm-hmm. blue collar. And the Democrats used to be blue collar, small business. Now they are big pharma, big business. Yeah. It's amazing how the parties have shifted.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Well, a lot of people that were speaking out against big corporations and stuff like that have just been embracing the big corporations for the past couple years. How Mm -hmm. about the
1: Woodstock
2: generation? Remember them? Don't trust anyone over 30. Don't trust government. They would speak out, and here they are. Here's
0: the thing, though, Jay. I was talking about this the other day, is that Woodstock generation, a lot of those people are in Washington running the country right now. I know. And yet they're the biggest fascist, communist liberals of all and it's like okay i don't get it what made you guys change because back in the 60s you were all about freedom anti-government anti-establishment don't trust anyone over 30 don't trust the man you know
1: well i think uh, when you have get a little bit of power it just takes over right yeah did you know what i'm saying what the more power you have um i I think the flesh just takes over and you want more and more and all your morals are left out the door and i've seen it right here in the in the few races that i I'm helping, but yeah. you
2: but you had radicals back then, like Saul Alinsky, who uh-huh. was really, um, and other of his uh, disciples, I'll call him that were really making the movement turn to so the far left. Hold
0: that thought, Jay, because we're at the top of the hour. Believe it or not, we are.
1: We're going to get to your Florida story, and maybe we break are.
0: <laughs> so, so in the next hour, I'm going to talk about uh, some interesting stuff from Florida. I got a couple stories to tell about that, and then uh, Jay is going to talk about his uh, trip to the Moment of Truth
2: Conference. Is uh. that what it's called? Summit.
0: Some summit. Moment, of, yep. moment of Truth Summit. And then Brittany has a story to tell about some, uh, some COVID tyranny.
1: There you go, and COVID so we, tyranny. We,
0: COVID tyranny. We got a lot of stuff to talk about in the next hour, so stay with us. We'll be right back. Okay. There's a
1: man with a gun
0: over there Telling me I got to beware it's time we stop Children, what's that
1: sound? Everybody look what's going down There's
0: battle lines being drawn Nobody's right if everybody's wrong Young people speak in their minds I'm getting so much resistance